track and field, a 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 track and field. Other ones are good, but the DXS is greatness. Changing up the views of the track and field nation. Non traditional, not just covering the bases. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome, room is very spacious. Track, track. Track and field, a track and field, a track and field, a track and field, What's good, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of the Duke XP podcast. This is season one, episode four, titled The Dirty Truth About NILs. Okay, and if you don't know what NIL stands for, it's basically a new policy for the NCAA. What's not new, it's been around. Uh, basically just stands for name, image, and likeness, okay? And that's what we'll be addressing in today's episode. So, before I even begin, though, because I know y'all like, dude, ain't posting in three weeks. How you just gonna come back? All right, look, just hear me out, okay? Just hear me out. Like I said in my first episode of this season, sometimes life is just gonna hit hard and unexpectedly, um, and that's kind of what happened, all right? But I said, you know what? I told myself I was gonna stay consistent with these episodes, and that's what I'm going to do, all right? Now, I know, like I said, I took that time, but I'm back, all right? And I'm better than ever. So this episode is for sure coming out because I actually have recorded this episode before, but I didn't like it. The energy wasn't there. The energy hasn't been there over the course of the past few weeks, which is why I was like, man, let me just take a break, all right? But anyway, the dirty truth about NILs, that's what we on. That's what we're addressing today, okay? So... I hope everybody doing well. Like I said, this is season one, episode four, titled The Dirty Truth About NILs. So the NCAA now allows athletes to profit off their name, image, and likeness. Okay, so what does this mean? This means athletes can participate in their own merchandising and advertising campaigns and have brand deals with companies while in college. Okay, uh, and I believe this even affects some high schools, uh, Currently, I believe there are a few states uh, actually in a process of trying to get NILs for high school athletes, but it's not nationwide, which is why I'm not really addressing it. It's for sure in college, though. Okay, it's happening nationwide, but it's not nationwide everywhere just yet. But it is in college. All right. So all colleges, every division, I believe, can profit off their name, image and likeness. All right. But specifically, we'll just address the leagues that can. Okay. So now there are restrictions from the NCAA and colleges, okay? So the NCAA has their own set of rules and restrictions, and the university that athletes attend have their own rules and restrictions, uh, what they can do and what they can't do. And then sometimes they have to go through a process of approval, uh, which can be very tedious depending on what school you go to. All right, so the market has created an ocean, and it's divided by sharks against minnows. It's just that simple. And I mean, in this episode, I really wanted to address the harsh realities of NIL. I'm sure you've heard it. A lot of people talk about the positives of it, and I will talk about that this episode. But I really wanted to focus on the reality of of name, image and likeness. Okay, and what this policy really means for college athletes. You know, is it really equal? Is it really giving college athletes a opportunity to profit off their name, image and likeness like the universities are? I don't know. We'll get into it, though, all right, and more. So today's episode will be about how the NCAA policy will impact college track and field athletes, professional athletes, and I'll address 
Should it stay as an active policy? I'll also get into how athletes are battling, essentially, throughout all of these topics. I'll get into the battles and struggles athletes are facing and the harsh realities of NILs, okay, just overall, all right? So how is it impacting college, right? Well, like I said, it's hit universities very hard already, okay? Name, image, and likeness was supposed to be this great and vast opportunity for college athletes to be able to profit off their name, image, and likeness. But the reality is the market is very saturated and it's happened so soon. What I mean by that is, yes, some bigger companies and even smaller companies have reached out to athletes to try and give them deals. But the truth is, if you're not performing at a high level, if your name's not all on television and some sports don't even get TV time, we ain't even going to go into all of that, but y'all know how it is. You're not going to get any good NIL deals. And what I mean by good is enough to even sustain yourself for the amount of work that you're going to be doing for these companies. Okay, because name, image, and likeness doesn't mean they're just paying you for your name or your clout. Well, I mean, it does. It does. You you are getting paid for your name and your clout, but most of the time for regular athletes, you have to work. You got to put in some type of labor to get something out of the deal. Okay? Like I said, unless you're big name, you all on TV, companies not really going to want to invest in you. So some athletes are super compensated and others aren't. And that's just how it's impact college now. Like, that's only some of the impact that it's had. I mean, you can already see some QBs. I know this isn't track, but some QBs have even made in the millions already. I mean, in college. Now, I ain't hating. I ain't no hater now. Let's get that one thing about Duke XP. He ain't no hater. Okay, but what I'm saying, I'm just, I want to, I'm talking about the facts. Okay, and this is part of the process. Like, we should be able to talk about the truth, right? Freedom of speech. And I'm here to talk about it. Okay? Marketing opportunities for companies. They're, like I said earlier, uh, the opportunities aren't the same. There's a huge divide. Okay, I'm sure you've all heard, and if you haven't, of this thing called ambassador programs, right? So basically, companies now have something called an ambassador. You can be an ambassador for their company, and they have these uh, affiliate ambassador programs, which basically is supposed to allow athletes to profit off selling or promoting their merchandise. Okay, so if you are to post a link or get people to buy a shirt, you can receive 10% commission you know from a sale you're basically working okay if i'm just saying that you're basically working especially if you got a little bit of buzz behind your name you know you're only getting 10 percent of that and sometimes some deals don't even pay out some of these ambassador programs don't even pay out in exchange for you posting about their content you get discounts you get you know discount codes and stuff now i'm not saying that to be ungrateful or you know to make Maybe some of the concerns other athletes that aren't getting paid as much sound ungrateful, but the truth is it's just it's not right. And allowing companies to take advantage of other athletes, I just I won't stand for it. I won't stand for it. And these ambassador programs, they're scams. Okay? They're scams. Companies have seen that college athletes can now profit off their name, image, and likeness, and then they're trying to find a way to get over on athletes. And it's just that simple. So the marketing opportunities and these ambassador programs, they're they're out of control, and companies are doing nothing to improve it, okay? Colleges are already making money off athletes. When they go and perform at these big meets, 
when they go and perform overseas, <clears throat> especially in college, you're wearing your collegiate uniform in those preliminary rounds or depending on what meet you're in. Most of, nine times out of ten, though, if you haven't went pro, you're in college, you're rocking your university. When people talk about you, they're going to talk about your university. They're going to talk about your university accomplishments. They're not just going to talk about you, right? They're not just going to talk about the athlete. They're going to talk about what they've achieved, what they've done for the school. And all of that publicity, all of the back end, right? All of the students that are going to enroll and pay thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars to go to the school, or all of the people that are going to go out and buy gear, all of the people that are going to go and donate, like, you're not seeing any of that, okay? Most of the time, most of the time, you're not seeing any of that. Track money is already limited, okay? Let's just talk about scholarships in college, there's only a certain amount of there's only a certain amount of scholarships for the men, and there's only a certain amount of scholarships for the women. I'm not even gonna say the number because I just I might get so mad I might have to storm out of this room. I'm not even gonna say the number. All right, you want to look it up? You can. But that's how upsetting it is to know that there are 60 person rosters out here on both sides, men, men and women. And there are only a certain amount of scholarships for these athletes to go to school. Now you tell me. How it's being divided up. Most of the time, most of these athletes have to take out loans. They got to get, they got to borrow money. They got to get help from their families. Some, man, I've even known athletes to work two jobs. It's hard out here for track. Y'all, y'all know what that is. Especially if you listen to this podcast, you know it's hard for track. So, like, what are these schools doing? Like, come on. Come on. They already making money off the athletes. NIL, man, it's just... The impact it's had in college has been vast so far. It's been it's it's been it's been huge. And I don't think people are realizing how fast um it's evolving and in a negative way at that. And the impact that it's had in college is only the beginning. The struggles in track and field have existed for centuries, okay? Athletes have always been underpaid, undercompensated, undertreated. Y'all know what I y'all know what I y'all already know. I say it all the time. It's repetitive at this point. And I'm not a person that I don't like to talk too much about it. I'm all about solutions. And we're gonna get into that. But we gotta know what's going on. As I previously said, college is already impacted. Professionals, it's gonna impact them. It's only coming. Okay? Professionals are gonna be impacted because they're already underpaid. Right, they're already struggling to get advertising deals. They're already struggling to get brand deals with these shoe companies. Now that companies can profit off of college athletes, right? Hear me out now. Now that college athletes can profit from these companies, it's gonna take away a lot of the marketing opportunities for professionals. So it's gonna lower their chances of getting deals. Now some people are gonna hear this and say, "Well, just run fast and you'll get the deals." I got you, but I'm all about equality and fairness. Okay, hear me out. I think it's cool, right? College athletes should be compensated. They should be paid. I'm not saying that at all, right? But there are other ways of doing it. And the either you're going to increase the salaries of professional track and field athletes or you're going to give them the opportunities that they deserved with these companies because the fight isn't fair. It's not fair anymore. They've let down the barrier, and now these companies, instead of having to go to the professional level to get athletes to sign or just interest them or invest in them, they can go right past, oh, well, we don't need the pros anymore. Let's go straight to college where all of the kids are 
literally dog fighting to get out so they can go pro. And then once they go pro, let's underpay them. Let's have them struggle to make flights and make meets. Man, y'all should have seen some of the stuff I've seen this year that professional athletes had to deal with just to make it to a meet. It's ridiculous. And the name, image, and likeness policy is just one thing that adds on to the pile, man. Yeah, it's cool. You should be able to profit off your name, image, and likeness because it's you, right? It's the athlete. But don't allow the market to disrupt the sport any more than it already has, okay? Ambassador programs, we already talked about that, okay? We talked about how these companies are taking advantage of people. Pros, their livelihood is already on the line. They're already struggling. There's, there already really isn't much money in track. If I'm not mistaken, Flow Track posted an article, don't quote me on this, a while ago. And I'll just kind of sum it up. Basically, they were talking about the salaries of track and field and saying how it's un, it's basically there are too many athletes, okay? There's too many athletes and not enough. You would have to be running Usain Bolt times to get a get a good deal. It's what what's considered a good deal. I mean, Usain Bolt, uh, well, at least Google had his salary at like $40 million. I'm sure it's way more than that, but to get a good deal. I mean, compare $40 million to other league contracts, $200 million, $400 Man, I've seen some... I've seen some contracts like that one contract <laughs> could fund the entire sport of track and field, man. It can it can, it can sponsor one entire country's athletes. And imagine if they didn't have imagine if professionals didn't have to scrubble and scrape for resources. How much more and how much more time, how much more dedication, how much more focus they would have in the sport, how much more they would be able to perform. Like all of that stuff plays a role. So just as it's impacted college. It has impacted the professional field as well, and it will only continue to do so. Okay, now mind you, these are just my opinions. Feel how you feel, people. But I'm going to say it, all right? And this is just from what I've seen and what I've observed. It's just a lot going on. Not only battling with professionals, but just the market in general. I mean, yes, you can profit off your name, image, and likeness, but the likelihood of you getting a good deal that will help pay some bills or help pay you some of that loan, you know, some of that loan money you'd have back or just help you out while you're in college. The likelihood of that happening is very slim because now you're battling with content creators. You're battling with professionals. You're battling with other college athletes. Okay? And it's hard. I mean, it's hard. But I'll say this. There's a lot of opportunity out there for everyone. If you go... You look, you find it, there's an opportunity out there for you, I'm sure. And it might not be easy, but there's something out there. Is this something that needs to be addressed or fixed? Yeah, of course. I mean, college track and field is one of the most underfunded sports. I mean, I could say that. I ain't going to say that because that's not right. We already know what. We already know what some of the other underfunded sports, but it's one of the most underfunded. underfunded. I'm not going to say it's the most, but it's one of the most, most underfunded sports. Okay, and uh, the sport already doesn't get a lot of money. Um, and yes, the opportunity for college athletes does open up, but it's just a lot going on. You'll see, like, I'm seeing clothing brands everywhere. I don't know if it's just my my timeline or the stuff that I look at or the people that I follow, but I'm seeing clothing brands everywhere. Like, every athlete wants to sell T-shirts, right? I get it, merchandise, merchandise. But like I said earlier, it saturates the market. It's kind of like, when will people have enough, right? And then what happens? Once T-shirts or clothes go away, then what? People just going to hop on the next thing. So, 
it's not really, you know, it's not really equal opportunity. Um, and there are other ways. I'm sure there are ways around it. The policy works, though. It works. Athletes are profiting off their name, image, and likeness. Some athletes are even becoming millionaires. That's just the truth of it. The policy does work. Okay? Not in every sport, though. Like I said, track and field has struggled, and it's continuing to struggle. I don't know. I mean, I've done my research before I got on here to tell y'all all of this. I didn't done my research. And I have not seen any multi-million dollar deals other than professional deals. I haven't seen any multi-million dollar NIL deals in track and field. Not yet. Okay? Not to say that it won't happen, but it hasn't happened. I've seen it in basketball, baseball, football. I mean, all the major sports. Um, You know, what people consider major. I've seen it. I've seen it there. I have not seen it in track and field yet. Athletes should just be better compensated. It's just that simple. Um, Yeah, it's cool. Some athletes can, you know, profit, but it's just not an equal opportunity for everyone. And I, I... I know that there are other people out there that are with me on this, and that's the people that that's the people that I'm with right now. Okay, I know, I know that there are people out there that know the truths and harsh realities of this NIL, and just share the wealth. I mean, at most schools, the football program is going to bring in you know most of the tickets and stuff. That's cool. I get it, right? But if you put in what you put in, is what you're gonna get out at the end of the day. That applies. In anything, in any aspect of life. What you put into it is what you're going to get out. So, if you invest heavily into your program, if you look into your program, or just do the bare minimum for your program, you're going to get out what you put in. And it's just that simple. You don't invest in these athletes. You don't do this. You're going to get you're gonna get what you put in. Okay? And uh, I don't want to discourage any anyone out there that's trying to pursue NIL opportunities or anyone that is professional that you know is looking for advertising or brand opportunities i don't want to discourage anyone i'm going to always encourage everyone to go out and try to make something happen all right let's turn a good let's turn a bad situation into a good one there are opportunities out there it's going to take a lot but there are opportunities out there i promise you you might have to call 50 to 100 companies but someone will be looking to invest in you market yourself correctly and you can find something everyone everyone can, can find an opportunity in this um does it need to be changed, though? Of course. Um, that's my final say-so on it. I do believe that the NIL needs to be addressed or corrected or, man, just put some more money in the track program. Like, it's it's not hard. Put some more fun, fun, fun your programs correctly. Okay, and there are other sports out there that are struggling just as much. Man, fun. And what what's crazy is this is this is a this is a problem in the States. You go overseas. I read Justin Gatlin's book, To Slay a Dragon. Great book, by the way. Great read. Shout out to Justin Gatlin. Um, I read that book. Um, not just learned about his success, but like the entire process like of his professional career and his successful season of him running those record-breaker times. Like Learning that and knowing that, knowing the culture here in the States versus overseas, is it was amazing Like to be able to read and see the, the difference in that. For him to tell about his experience going overseas and how much people love track and field over there like it's you know he was like when he's in the states you know he could walk down the street and nobody would say a thing to him but it was like he went overseas and he was he was a celebrity all right and that's cool i mean i think that's a great thing but track just not appreciated it's not appreciated here 
And this NIL thing has came into college and it's impacted professionals, it's impacted college athletes. It's just, it's hard, but it's not impossible. What you put in is what you're going to get out. That applies to your work ethic and your whole mindset about this NIL thing as well. Um, I will definitely be looking to update this episode, uh, Should Things Change Over Time. Uh, but as of now, this is kind of where I am. I have seen a lot. I have, I've seen a lot. I've seen so much that that's what really made me like want to speak on this topic because the struggles athletes in track and field face are already, they're already bad. So to know that, you know, yeah, this opportunity is cool, but it's not equal for everyone. So for all my track people out there, um, if you are looking for opportunities, I currently don't have any connects. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get y'all excited like that, but I got some advice. All right. So if you're looking to market yourself, if you're looking to thrive in this new NIL environment, here's what you got to do. Okay. Now this is additional, uh, information. I actually wasn't even gonna put this in the episode, but it just, my heart is here. So I'm doing it. Uh, so here's what you need to do. Okay. Make yourself a spreadsheet of all the companies that you're interested um, in partnering with or, you know, working out deals with. This is from our pros to college athletes, pros, anyone, even the high schools that are able to do NILs. Anyone that's able to do it, please hear me out. Make yourself a spreadsheet of all the companies you want to contact. List email, list phone numbers, okay? Some companies don't have their information on their websites, so you're going to have to submit a contact form, Okay. After you do that and you make yourself a spreadsheet nice and organized, you go down that list, you call those companies, you contact them, you email, you send follow-up emails. That's what you got to do, okay? Sometimes you have to go in person, dress up, you know, decent, make yourself presentable, go in, file folders in hand, all your information, make yourself a little package and go in and, you know, just start a conversation. Hey, it's cool if I speak to the manager. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I'm actually trying to get in contact with the owner because I'd like to partner i have a business opportunity or i have a business proposal i have a, a a partnership idea anything go in speak get it done close mouths don't get fed that's the best thing you could do now like i said the process is tedious but it's worth it it could be very rewarding in the end if you work hard enough to do it i speak on this because i personally tried this and it does work okay I had to get on here. I think that was my stomach. I hope y'all didn't hear that. I just ate too. I'm not even hungry. So that must be my food selling. I apologize. I didn't y'all I didn't mean for y'all to hear that. <laughs> All right, but just if you're looking for NIL opportunities, if you're looking to survive in a saturated market, that's what you gotta do. You gotta find a way. Okay? And we're gonna find a way. I'm glad that you came. I'm glad that you are tuned into this episode. I know it's been a while, but I'm back um for now. Uh, we ain't gonna speak on that though But I am back uh, I hope that this gave you a little bit uh, Of an insight into how the NIL Has impacted college and professionals And how you can survive in the market I hope I gave enough information on it I know I didn't really talk too much about surviving in the market But you can do it All right, If you believe in yourself, you put the work in, you can do it Okay um, I know it's hard to get resources And I know some people are Look down upon for their sport. It's a real thing, but you can do it. Okay. Um, to close today, 
Shout out to all the champions at Diamond League. Noah Lyles did his thing. He was talking about breaking Bolt's record and stuff. He didn't do it, but he almost did. Shout out to all the other people that ran and competed. Um, the season is now officially over. It is September 9th currently right now. So, man, it's been a long year. But uh, great performances across the board from everyone. I've seen some of the most amazing times I've seen in track and field in, in the longest. Some of the most amazing performances overall. Jumps, throws, everybody, man. Y'all did y'all thing. Y'all know track and field is all love. Um, the good word of the day is appreciation is a beautiful thing. We've been blessed with the opportunity to be able to profit off our name, image, and likeness unlike ever before. So take advantage of it. Um, definitely hop on it while you can. If, if you're in college right now and this applies to you, please do it. If you know somebody in college that's in track and field, let them know, hey, go listen to Duke XP. He got some tips on there for you. Now, he is going to go in the first couple minutes, but just hear him out. And at the end, he got some, you know, he got some advice for you. So I hope that this episode has inspired you in some way and informed you as well. Okay. I know the NIL policy is not perfect, but this sport struggles enough as it is. We don't need any more conflicts disturbing the environment, but it's here. All right. So let's not talk about the bad. Let's focus on what we can do. Let's stand up for ourselves. Let everybody know what we about. All right, it all starts with you. Okay, as always, as always, as always, thank you for tuning in. And I hope everybody enjoyed this episode. See y'all next week. They say I'm like the best, so I might just be the greatest. If you say I'm good, that would be an understatement. Hope to see you soon, and that's no exaggeration. Thanks for tuning in. Duke XP. Duke XP. Duke XP. Track and field, trade, track, 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 track and field, trade, track,